0: And welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast, where we try and take some science, squish it into an hour-long show, hopefully making it less confusing than it was at the beginning. This week, we are holding our ground and looking at Earth. You can follow us on Twitter at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram informationentropypod, Pod, TikTok InfoEntropyPod, and of course, whichever directory you're listening to this on right now. If you can give us a follow, like, rating, comment, whatever it is, we appreciate it absolutely, massively. I'm Tom Jenks, joined as per usual by Mitchell Gatting. How are you,
1: mate? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? It's been a, yeah, it hasn't been a while for our listeners, because we've been here every week caressing your eardrums, but it's been a while for us. <laughs> it, we've had a busy week, a busy month even.
0: Yeah, it, honestly, I was tripping over my words over there in the intro, it'd been a while. Yeah, I heard, I heard, um, I was like, oh, we're yeah. rusty. The rust. We're rusty, but we got through it. Iron Oxide 3's fallen off of you. Yeah, oh, just, yeah, can't catch it um (laughs) but yeah we're back we're carrying on our (laughs) element saga we're back
1: just make it sound like people that are listening like we're back we've been away for a month we have but we haven't we we, no we we haven't so continuing from last week
0: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) as if we never left yeah um but yeah here we are how how has your month been no month's been
1: it's been really good. Busyness has been like, wow, our, our busyness has coincided. So I was on holiday yeah. for a little bit and then you had some field work for a little bit. I did. And then yeah. there was some birthday shenanigans and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we're back now. The busy time is over for me, not for you, Tom. The busy time is never over for you.
0: No, I just don't think that's the PhD life. I think it only ramps up, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it only goes up from here. Yeah, not my mental state, though. Uh, no, no. Has, no uh, I think that's an recent, opposite correlation. Recently talked to a, a boomer about
1: mental um, <laughs> health at university <laughs> and they just couldn't get it and why it was so bad. I'm like, have you seen the economy slash world slash prospects for people that are passing just going up to uni? Yeah, ain't good. Ain't good. And then they Not were like, oh, why don't bother going to uni then. I'm like, yeah, just let's, let's just punt them into an apprenticeship that pays them £2.70 when they start. Good job, good advice,
0: nice solutions. Yeah, just can. nice solution. That's what we want to hear. Twice. Yeah. Why weren't you just born with money? You know. Yeah.
1: oh yeah, yeah. This individual worked worked pretty hard though for their entire life. But I think I think when you when you work hard your entire life, when you get to retirement age, which this person is close to, you kind of you forget what comes before. Yeah, Like, that's the, the beauty of being human, is you forget the bad times. We have an innate ability to
0: forget the bad times. Yeah. And, like, I guess you... you and when you have worked so hard as well, you, you tell yourself it's for something, right? And it was yeah, worth yeah. it. Because otherwise, what what were you doing it for? You become and...
1: very, um, is it, met- metacratic? Which is like... Sure. Uh... I got to where I am from hard work. It was not, no luck, no fluke, no happenstance, all hard work. Yeah. And then you have that opinion on people that are like homeless or downtrodden. You're just like, Oh, they just didn't work hard enough. It's like, no, maybe they were de- dealt a bum hand. Maybe they like genetically, these dis- disp- uh, are genetically inclined to be an addict. That's the thing, isn't it? You can be like, you have, yeah. you have markers that will make it more difficult for you to resist certain drugs or, things kicking off in your head
0: so yeah exactly and what one person struggles with someone else might find super easy you know yeah so it all leads down that down that road indeed but uh yeah that's not what we're here to talk about today no this this is the earth earth i did have one question i want one yeah i want to
1: fly by you uh grace and i last night we watched a movie and i described the movie before we watched it as Scarlett Johansson turning herself into a USB.
0: Do you know what movie that is? <laughs> um
1: It's not her. Or oh, uh, yeah, you got the one word one word uh yeah, one word title. Um it's
0: ah, oh, it's the one where Lucy it's Lucy yes, isn't n- the, fir- yeah, the name of go. the
1: first, first human, what they called her. Lucy. Oh yeah. so if you have a pop quiz and want to know what the that is. It's Lucy. But yeah, so she hasn't seen it. I've seen it multiple times because I think it's, it's a quite an interesting movie. But it gets quite ridiculous. She, did, she thought it was taking the mick until she legit gets turned into a USB <laughs> at the end.
0: It's um, just wild, like, where it's, that it's film goes. Ride. And it just keeps ramping up. You think it's going to come down at some point, and it yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, It just right. keeps going until the credits roll. Yeah, until, uh, yeah, the, until the
1: credits roll. And they're there holding a obviously it's a green usb that they put some special effects on because it's all like black and shiny <laughs> and then she answers the text message for the guy he's like "Ah, oh, where did lucy go Because he he's french that's a poor french accent. said um, he gets a text <laughs> like i am everywhere you're like so either she's just like written herself into the fabric of the universe now possible and she's, and she's put all of her knowledge on a usb it's a strange movie
0: uh, let's hope she backs it up yeah, they should make a second yeah. one. That would be, be funny. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know where they go from there, though. Dave. Have they unlocked 100% of the brain at that point?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's what she, she does at the end. Yeah. That's what happens. She unlocks oh, 100% Maybe they unlock 200%. Her. Yeah. Oh, well, just overclocking the human brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah right. I've I got some quick news to yeah, uh, it, get us through. Um, slightly confusing. It's taken us back into the realm of a uh, quantum... Uh, mechanics and, and quantum things. So go check out that episode if you want to understand this. But saying that, I'm not sure I understand this. And I and I did the episode. So here we go. Um, scientists always looking for a, a a new way to make materials. And one of the most recent ones they come up with is a bosonic correlated insulator is uh, the technical name. And what's interesting about this is not only is it a new material, but it's also a whole new state of matter. That they've created um so that's interesting and essentially it's a lattice formed of two materials tungsten diselenide and a layer of tungsten disulfide they're placed on top of each other but they're slightly misaligned which causes this special pattern called a moire pattern uh Mm. french i don't know how to pronounce french words sorry um and it's revealed some Particularly interesting uh, properties that they're not fully sure they've grasped yet. They just know they create the material and it does funky things. <laughs> and they're shining lasers at it. And It's always lasers. Yeah, it's a good time. It's always lasers. So at the quantum level, particles are grouped into two main types. Bosons, which are force carriers, like photons, like light. Um, and fermions, which are matter particles, like electrons. Now, the bosons can share the same quantum state, but fermions can't. And fermions are usually early, uh, easier to work with. And this is what most uh, quantum, mechanic, mechanis, m- mechanics? Uh-huh. quantum mechanics... Mechanics? Quantum mechanics? It's weird because that's what I want to call the people, as in like a mechanic. Oh, yeah. But Machinists? that's also the... Me- I mean, I mean ma- mechanics? Ma- Machinists? Me- yeah, because like... Engineers? Machinist engineers is the, is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah maybe it's, it's a movie isn't it it is yeah we have Christian Bale I can't remember what about though um, um it's
1: it, he works in a factory and he doesn't eat
0: that's the oh, shot standard, where he standard, gets, standard Christian he Bale gets, stuff
1: yeah where he gets really 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 thin ah right that's the image and then how many, how many months later he then goes on to play Batman or something, something
0: I can't remember but that's the one he's oh, like, he, just bolts he flips up. yeah yeah um, psychological thriller. So, fermions, electrons and stuff that they mesh together, normally easier to work with, but no one had ever tried just smashing bosons together to form a new material, which is what they've gone and done here. Um, and it's basically they discovered the correlation that drove bosons into a highly ordered state, and it essentially revolves around creating pockets of electron densities that create negative holes that allow bosons to interact with And lock themselves together and they're hoping that in the future they'll be able to create more of these bosonic materials down the line even though they don't exactly have a use for them yet um there should be one and it's a new state of matter so that's interesting and helps us learn about the universe hopefully i'm sure it will yeah i'm sure it will
1: now i'm just trying to Um, remember what happened in the machine is (laughs) now It, it, was, um, it was all a figment of his imagination. I, I think I remember from the from the the,
0: the ending. Okay, it's a, it's a thriller. Yeah, um, it's a thriller. Yeah, he, I, I he think I've people. got the image of him in the machinist in my head, yeah. but uh, I've never seen the, the the film itself. Oh, okay. He it. Yeah, it's
1: he hands himself in. It, it, that's he just wants to sleep. That's the whole thing. He works. He oh my just, lord. He just wants to. Sleep. Yeah. yeah, he's
0: really thin, unhealthy, unhealthy. unhealthy yeah that's crazy method acting eh? (laughs) yeah i couldn't i couldn't do it psychology is a wild thing my uh my phd is currently devolved into just pure psychology and i was not expecting it to be honest um so that's a fun time having never studied psychology before just trying to teach yourself the main principles Mm -hmm. interesting and just time consuming, so much time. <laughs> so much time. Anyway, we're here to talk about Earth. Earth. We are. Um any facts? Oh, in relation to so one of the reasons why we're doing the whole four elements thing is because Avatar the Last Airbender is amazing. <laughs> um and why not use that as source of inspiration for, for science? They released the trailer, by the way, for the Netflix. That, that was that was gonna be my that was my tidbit. Oh, they released oh, the trailer. Yeah. Um. I, I. When. When's it coming out? Is it next year? Uh. Because I wondered if they were going to release like an actual trailer, but they just kind of released a. Oh, this is what the elements look like. I think. Yeah. Or did they release a full trailer yet? Um. They did. I thought the image had like images of them.
1: It's not this year. It's next year. Oh, did it? It's next year.
0: One hundred percent next year. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. They also released trailer
1: for um, that anime about pirates. (laughs) One that you like, One Piece.
0: Yeah, they released the One Piece trailer. You zoom out. No, I mean I haven't. I haven't watched past One Piece episode like four hundred and something. Uh, only so I got, I've got a lot of catching up to do, and then the movie. So, but I, 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 I need still to re- can't understand manga, if I need to watch the movie first, it's real, real... or after. Or no, so matter.
1: the movie the one that's coming out is from the start.
0: Oh, they're just redoing it. all? Yes, yeah, the live action into movies. Oh, the live action. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're live actioning it. Sorry, I didn't realize. My apologies. I'm just lost. Yeah, no, referencing totally. random the anime yeah.
1: movie. They're doing a live action.
0: Well, no, it's because they had just released the movie, anime movie, of One Piece, like a, not even a year ago. So I thought maybe they were already going on to a second one. And that's where I got lost with you. Sorry. No, no, no. They're, live,
1: they're, they're, trying, they're trying to beat, like, the curse of live action movies of comics. Being, yeah. I say comic, not comics, because uh, manga be not being trash because <laughs> they haven't there isn't one that i would say is done a good job yet
0: yeah well hopefully i mean they they've they've gone from manga to anim- animation which has worked very well um and one of the reasons why that works very well is cause they just basically take the comic strip and am not comic strip sorry <laughs> the manga storyboard I, I don't know how to properly call that um in like a graphic novel or something and just animate the scenes in between right so it's pretty much one for one. Doing that into a movie—that's where the, the issues come in.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, uh, hopeful. I'm hopeful. Like I fell into the um, Brandon Sanderson <laughs> series of books, the Mistborn one. And oh, the next yes, one. nice. Um, finished them all the Mistborn ones in like three weeks. It was
0: <laughs> one a week, a book a week. I was gonna say the last time we spoke, you were hadn't even started that yet.
1: No, I hadn't. Maybe? Uh, yeah, man, I, I devoured them. Um, I'm on the fifth book now. i have given it a pause. It got, it got a bit slow, so i give it a pause. But, like, thinking about how they would even attempt to make that into a movie is such a difficult, like, there's so much internal monologue that you, I don't yeah. think you can ever do it properly. That's the issue. But
0: Brandon Sanderson is on TikTok and has spoken about this. Yeah, he is. It's very vocal. Issue specifically. Um on transferring novels to films and the, the different pacing that they have where books flow up and down a lot, whereas a movie just kind of builds up into a crescendo at the end. Um, so yeah. I think if, were he on board, they would probably do a good job? Yeah, yeah. No, he would. 100%. Um, as good as they could. It'd be, and it would. he would be happy. The issue so. being... Uh,
1: the third book at one point becomes very abstract-y right? So I don't know how they would do that. So it'd be good, it'd be interesting. Interesting enough, story's good. Um, but yeah, Earth. Before we we go down another,
0: oh yeah, I got a fact. Okay, yeah. Um, and this is more to do with Earth as a planet rather than Earth soil. Yeah, because I've uh, open to interpretation. I took it. Um, and I came across this fact, and I was wondering whether, whether people knew it or not. So this is to do with the size of the Earth, which, as I, I was about to say, we all know, but unfortunately we don't. Most of us know is a sphere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and through hydrostatic equilibrium, um, it has an average diameter of twelve thousand seven hundred and forty-two kilometers, which is seven thousand nine hundred and eighteen miles, making it obviously well the the fifth largest planet in our solar system but due to earth's rotation it has the shape of an ellipsoid so it bulges as as its uh, equator mm-hmm. reaching 43 kilometers or 27 miles further out from its center of mass than it is at its poles and it's basically like if you like uh, had a a ball that was wet maybe a sponge ball or something or even not and you just span it around all the water will come out from the like, equator and make, make like a line of that ball. And essentially, a similar thing's happening. The centrifugal force is pushing all the water towards the equator, making the Earth bulge slightly around uh, around the centre of rotation.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So there we go. Fun little fact for you there. Yeah, nice. Uh, but that's the only one I've got. Oh, okay. I spent the single fact single this fact. time. I had a pun. Okay.
1: To be a geologist, you have to be a genius. Which needs explaining, because a genius is a high-grade metamorphic rock, meaning that it has been subjugated, subjugated to higher temperatures and pressures than a uh, schist. It is formed by the metamorphic metamorphosis of granite. What other Isn't it is? Yeah, it is. But you have to say uh, it like Neus, genius.
0: Okay, genius, uh, okay, Nius. that's fair. Um, all right, Any uh, ge- geologists out there? If you accept that as a pun, let us know, and uh, we'll come back next week with the uh, the results.
1: Yeah,
0: I think I know a single geologist. Okay, yeah, I- I'll try and get an answer. My favorite
1: geologist. Is the mole man from Atlantis? You have disturbed the dirt. (laughs) Wait, he's got the little. Oh, he's got the the dirt from the different countries on the bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Oh, another update. Random update. Okay, here we go. I met Steve Batchel the other day. Oh, yeah. How could, how could we not discuss this? Yeah. This is absolutely phenomenal. Childhood hero. <laughs> what a dude. Um, so we were on a, a day Backshall. off on field work. We were off on, on, uh, on a day off and we went to a point that's quite well known in the local region for spotting dolphins. Uh, really close to the shore. And there must have been about 10 dolphins about five meters away from us. Because it's like a really big drop off. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there was maybe 20 other dolphins just swimming around and playing and catching fish and things like that. Um, and then I just turned to my left. There's bloody Steve <coughs> Um He's with a crew from Sky. So I'm pretty sure I'll be on some TV show at some point just because they filmed a lot of the crowd um, giving him shady looks. But uh, <laughs> yeah, super nice guy. So for everyone
1: who is like age... Younger than like 25 or older than 40, who don't know who Steve Backshall is, I'll say Steve Backshot
0: MBE. Um, i oh. called him Steve, maybe I should have shown a bit more deference. Yeah, he should have bowed, said <laughs> sir.
1: Um, he, when we were growing up on uh, is it CBBC or BBC for kids? Both. Uh, well,
0: both. well, he did CBBC like yeah, for the CBC. kids, but he also did like more adult stuff as well yeah but like he on the bbc yeah. he
1: started on the really wild show the blast from the past yeah
0: <laughs> right
1: um and then that was in 2003 and then 2008 uh he started deadly 60 which was a show that essentially went and found like like in each series he went him and his grammar crew travel the world to, to attempt to find and then there's like 60 of the deadliest animals of, of the world um, yeah like tracking them going into details about the habitat like what they hunt that kind of stuff um and then they did like deadly 60 bites which is like a shorter 5 to 10 minutes download segment um where they found like the the fastest the most toxic the fiercest best offenders the like mass attacks airborne deadliness um yeah. That was incredible. So a lot of the interest, I think, even for me, <laughs> animals and stuff directly came from Deadly Sixty.
0: Yeah. No, it's really weird, like this is the kind of stuff we grew up with, and everyone who was with me had no idea who he was. Um, which I was absolutely ashamed at. Ruddy Gen Z. Well, they're they not English. They're British, sorry, so uh, that's a- um I, understandable. But yeah. Someone you kind of grow up watching and influences like your, as you say, your interest in things. Yeah. God, I can't believe people don't know who he is. he like hosted Blue
1: Planet Live on BBC One. Like,
0: yeah.
1: And I, I didn't know. Big guy. Remember.
0: Like, big man guy. on campus. Yeah.
1: Did he went to University of Exeter? Did
0: he? Yeah. yeah. Local. He a local boy. Local boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, anybody says anything like, oh, yeah, you came in like like fifteen minutes from where I grew up. Oh, local boy. Then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yep. look <local> boy yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's funny um but yeah got a selfie left into it he was practicing his lines and uh yeah that are was, you that trying was it, to tell really.
1: me that hit there's lines for these things and they don't just make it up off the cuff
0: um well they definitely have some information they have to get out there right they're like it doesn't really matter how you get it across but you should get this information out like i don't have a script here but I do have the information down that I want to get out because uh, otherwise I would not remember it. I don't know. This is... I'm just off the top of my head. Yeah, well, you're just a superhuman, aren't you? Yeah, you, you know what they say. Yeah. You You didn't want to go into, like, master's, PhD and stuff because it was just too easy. You <laughs> needed a better challenge. You know
1: yeah, just, Let's do an apprenticeship. That seems like a better challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me that £2.60 an hour
0: yeah mate 70 (laughs) don't dill me Uh, out of 10p sorry sorry of course yeah (laughs) right Uh, right. anyway tangents aside what is
1: earth what is is soil because earth is actually quite not scientific of a word to use Uh, oh yeah I just went straight for
0: the planet but that's fair I think soil is valid what's soil then what is soil yeah, go well, on, let, let us know. I don't have this written down. Oh! <laughs> Tell us off your off the dome. Oh, well. is soil? Soil is a
1: mixture of organic matter, minerals, gasses, liquids, and organisms that together, in a combination of all of them living harmoniously, and sometimes not all harmoniously, support life.
0: That'll do it. That's it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do I... um, you know, Earth's body of soil, I, and I don't want to... <laughs> say say this uh phonetically
0: um <laughs> pedosphere <Okay>. yeah <laughs> yep yeah? Pedosphere. yeah that's what i'd go
1: with yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> pedosphere um and it has very four very important uh functions uh it's a medium for plant growth it's a means for water storage supply and purification uh It's a modifier for Earth's atmosphere and is a habitat for organisms.
0: Yeah, I get it. And that makes, that is absolutely perfect definition. But what is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's mud? And I realized I could have answered this myself had I gone down this route. Is it just broken down rock? Like, yeah, isn't it? And like dirt mixed together with... Animal matter and stuff broken down?
1: Yeah. Vegetation yeah. all mixed together. Because depending on uh where you are, it depends on like the the earth. Like if you're around places that have got lots of sandstone, you'll have like sandy dirt, don't you?
0: It's yeah. it would be quite red as well.
1: Yeah, depending on that. And as the Bible says it says you don't build your house on uh,
0: sand. No, of course. Yeah, we build it on the rock. Tragic idea. Yeah. Unless it's sandstone and then just erodes away. Yeah, it's gone.
1: Like the, is it like Holderness Coast? I'm pulling out a, a very low-hanging memory of
0: geography. Geography, yeah, that rings a bell. I think uh, there are many coasts around the UK which are sandstone-based and just eroding away.
1: No, so the Holderness, the whole, uh, Holderness Coast Study, which we had to, you know doing geography was to do with how much it is eroding right so it's it's the fastest it's europe's fastest eroding coastline it erodes at a rate of two meters per year damn which is around two million tons of materials every year is you know eroded into the ocean which approximately three miles of land has been lost since roman
0: times Oh, just a little bit then.
1: Yeah, it's near um Kingsabon Hole.
0: I don't know where that is either, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if anyone gets G maps up, anyone wanna like look at Holden S Coast, it's a really interesting um case study. If you if you're into your geography. Um If you like your rocks. No. If you if you like you, if you're
0: into your coastal Stuff. coastal rocks yeah <laughs> oh cool uh where, where would you like to kick the episode off then um what would you like to dig into first uh, oh wow <laughs> wow i know yeah, geolo- well, I, gotta bring, geology, I gotta bring the geology back.
1: geology puns pretty pretty dry not well
0: yeah wow
1: yeah. cool yeah. yeah
0: cool okay well
1: uh, well okay moving forward I've got a bit about the rock cycle if you're interested in that some some uh, of the different spheres of the earth oh the rock cycle okay yeah. so for anybody that let's did say, we, do we've just been speaking about rocks let's do that GCSE uh, geography this was one of the things that gets hammered into you which is ridiculous <laughs> because if you ask anybody that, that did like at all. geography like geology, <laughs> geography and said, What are the three types of rocks? you like, Oh, it's obviously sedimentary,
0: metaphorical, and igneous. Oh, I do know this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because there's they're, they're <laughs> the
1: three, how, how they go down. Um, so the rock cycle is a basic concept in geology that describes the transition through uh, geologic time among the three main rock types, so sedimentary, metamorphic, and igneous. Each rock type is altered when it's forced out of its equilibrium conditions. For example, igneous rock, such as basalt, may break down and dissolve when exposed to the atmosphere, or melt as it is subducted under the continent. And it goes under a tectonic plate in a sub- subduction zone, which we'll move on to in a bit. So sedimentary rock is the first one of the three, Sedimentary rocks are formed from pieces of other existing rock and organic material. There are three different types of sedimentary rock. Clastic, organic, which is biological, and chemical. Clastic sedimentary rock, like sandstone, forms from clasts or other pieces of rocks, Organic sedimentary rocks like coal form from hard biological materials like plants, shells and bones that are compressed into rock. This is also like over time when you've got rock upon rock upon rock, it pushes down and pushes down. That's how you get your sedimentary, which is like if you had a cross section, it would be like looking at lines of a cake. If you had different tiers, which were different colors, Right. like up there, so you'd have like coal and then clastic and that kind of stuff all, all the way up. Gotcha. Uh, the formation of classic and organic rocks begin with weathering and breaking down of the exposed rock on the top into smaller fragments, and through the processes of re- erosion, these fragments are then removed from their source, and transported by wind, water, ice, biological activity to a new location. Uh, once the sediment settles somewhere and enough of it collects, the lowest layers become compacted so tightly that they form a solid rock.
0: Is mad. I just like, it's one rock of those is? things where it's like, <laughs> if you just stack enough rocks on top of each other, the it, bottom form a different rock. layer becomes a single rock. Yeah. Like, is there any heat going on there? Is it just pressure? I think it's just pressure and time.
1: That's wild. Well, when you get down further, I guess there's there's more, there's, there's some heat involved. You yeah. Get the going, it gets a bit warm.
0: Yeah.
1: Bit toasty. Bit toasty. The metamorphic rocks are rocks that have been changed from their original form by immense heat or pressure the so metamorphic rocks have two classes foliated and non-foliated When a rock with flat or elongated m- minerals is put under pressure immense pressure the minerals line up in layers creating foliation foliation is the lining of elongated or platy minerals like horn blendy or mica and perpendicular to the direction of pressure that is applied example of this transformation can be seen in gra- granite and igneous rock uh, granite contains um, long and platy minerals that are not initially aligned but when enough pressure is added these minerals shift to all the points where they're in the same direction while getting squeezed into flat sheets. The granite undergoes this process like at a tectonic plate boundary when it's in that like quite further down that te- in that subduction zone it turns yeah. into a uh, Genius. so do you know what I I, I (laughs) pronounced tried to do that pun earlier to do with like you need to be a genius Uh, that word is actually pronounced nice what so the the pun of that joke is to be a geologist you have to be nice
0: Uh, (laughs) ah well there we go yeah that makes sense so we're going to miss all coming together (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, there's some investigation into that and worked out what that pun meant. Um, so, <laughs> non-foliated rocks are formed the same way, but they do not contain the minerals that tend to line up under pressure and thus do not have the layered appearance of foliated rocks. Sedimentary rocks like uh, bitmus coal, limestone, and sandstone, given enough heat and pressure, can then turn into non-foliated metamorphic rocks like and uh, anacrytol. If I'm saying that right. If I remember it correctly, coal, marble, or quartzite. Non-foliated rocks can be also formed by metamorphism, which happens when magma comes into contact with the surrounding rock. That's how you get the oh, fancy okay. looking marbles? Oh, is that how that's
0: formed? Yeah,
1: marble is a is a non-foliated rock because it looks pretty and isn't in like lines. Yeah. And finally, no, let me that have makes f- sense. We got some igneous rock. Uh... Igneous rocks, derived from the Latin word for fire, if you want to know where that comes from, are formed when molten hot materials cools and then solidifies. Igneous rocks can be found a couple of different ways. When they are formed inside the earth, they are called intrusive or plutonic igneous rocks. If they are formed outside, on top of earth's crust, they are called extrusives or volcanic igneous rocks. Granite and diorite are examples of common intrusive rocks, they have a coarse texture with large mineral grains, indicating they spent thousands or millions of years cooling down inside the earth. A time course that allows large mineral crystals to grow. That's how you get really big crystals. That's why big uh, crystals. See that, that's, this is, is what I was going to
0: ask. Yeah. The bigger okay. the crystal,
1: the longer the time. All right, cool. Yeah, that, that's the cycle. It goes one, two, three. And they will go down like that. So first you start at sedimentary, which is the top layer that then gets pushed down by pressure and subduction into metamorphic rock. And then if it goes too far, it then gets, you know, absorbed into the lower layers of the crust, which melts because it's all magma down there.
0: So, oh, do I, I for some reason, I'd never put together. I thought there was those three types of rocks and they're kind of individual that they didn't flow into each other. Yeah, no, they all top the bottom.
1: Well, 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 of course well, they do, yeah, because otherwise we just run out of rocks. Yeah, where's it going to go?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like
1: sedimentary rocks can't stay on the top. Otherwise, that doesn't make sense because that's how sedimentary rocks made is it pushed down layer upon layer. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Wow, there we go. You learn. What? you learn something every day. You do. You know, every day's day is learning. I should it's have learned that, like... that during the GCSE. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, I didn't. Oh dear. Uh, that's funny. Um, I've got some uh, tectonic plate theory to speak about theories yeah well less theories and how we got to understand tectonic plates um the history of because to me it's wild that tectonic plate theory was only actually discovered in 1967 two years before we landed on the moon we just had no idea that continents moved about over time um so this uh Try not to step on your toes, because I know you've got stuff about the spheres, but this is going to just talk about the Earth's crust, upper mantle, otherwise known as the lithosphere, and I'll leave the spheres to you after that. Um, But it's basically divided into large, rigid segments that move relative to each other Mm -hmm. um, at three different boundary types. So you've got convergence, where these two plates come together, divergent, where they move apart, and transform boundaries, where the two plates slide past each other um, laterally. So, before 1967, um, basically, we thought, or the prevailing theory in geology, I guess hypothesis, was known as fixism. And this posited that the Earth's continents and ocean basins were fixed in their positions and did not undergo any significant movement or change over time. And it was essentially influenced by the concept of terra firma, which suggested that the Earth's surface was solid and immovable. Now, that didn't explain mountains uh, enough for some people, but what the, the I guess, the theory that made fixism work, hypothesis, sorry, not theory, that made fixism work in this sense, was we thought that back in the day, Earth's formation, um, obviously, when everything was super hot, as the Earth cooled down, it contracted, kind of like wrinkled up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we got our mountains and ocean basins. And that's why not everything is a, a uniform shape. But as we pretty much well know today, that is not the case. And there were lots of other theories at the time as well, but fixism or mobilism, as it was also called, was the most prominent at the time. Um, but the concept of plate toctenics. <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell tectonics mm-hmm. explains the movement and interaction of the earth's rigid outer shell um and basically these plates are distinct pieces of Earth's out, rigid outer layer that float and move atop the underlying semi-fluid asthenosphere and includes 11 large plates you have the pacific plate the North American plate, South American plate, Eurasian plate, African plate, Antarctic plate, Indo-Australian plate, Nazca plate. Uh, This lies beneath the Eastern Pacific Ocean and Western Coast of South America. The Cocos plate, which is situated beneath the Eastern Pacific Ocean, Uh, Arabian plate, and the Caribbean plate as well. And there are other smaller ones that kind of fit in between these like smaller jigsaw pieces, But, but these are the main ones that people tend to to know about and, and learn about now the idea of continental drift was first proposed uh, by alfred wegener wegener german Wagner? Um, w-e-g-e-n-e-r uh i'll go wegener um and he basically looked at africa and south america and went they look like they'd fit together. Um, and he hypothesized that the continents were once joined together in a supercontinent called Pangaea, and it slowly drifted apart over millions of years. Pangaea. To back this up... Oh, Pangaea, is it? No, it's Pangaea, you're right. Oh, okay. I just want um, to
1: trigger some people out there who uh, <laughs> were... Uh, Pangaea! <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> a lot of people were understandably critical at the time, because... Fixism had been around for quite a while. Okay, it was the prevailing theory. Scientists don't like change, even though that's what we should study. Um, But, you know, so a lot of skepticism until uh, we're going to... Started to look at rock formations, fossil records, glacial deposits between continents that he believed were once adjacent and found that they were actually very similar. And a pivotal piece of evidence came from mapping the ocean floor, uh during the Cold War, when military submarines were used to study the ocean floor uh, for strategic purposes at the time. but Basically, what they revealed was the mid-ocean ridge system, which is a continuous underwater mountain range that encircles the entirety of the Earth, like the seams of a baseball or or cricket ball. Um, And this discovery basically said, ah, perhaps this mis- mid-ocean ridge system is associated with volcanic activity, earthquakes, and they discovered the creation of new oceanic crust. So, uh, like Mitch was speaking about subduction zones earlier, where one crust goes underneath the other and melts away, um, you have c- convection zones? Am, am I, Me, is that correct? Volcanoes? No. Um, sub... Let me me Google this. Um, I'm typing in subjugate. (laughs) Subduction zone versus...
1: Surely you can only have a subduction
0: Uh, zone, though. Well, no, what's the
1: opposite? You wouldn't have an opposite, though, because it can only go down. You can't have up, because that's just the other side of the
0: subduction plate, surely. Divergent boundaries? Um, So basically you have subduction and divergent. So, subduction is where two plates meet and one is forced under the other, but divergent is where two plates move apart and new crust is formed uh, yeah, in between the vol- them. Volcanoes. yeah, yeah. And Volcanoes... Hawaii? Uh, is that... Are am I part getting it right? That? Well, no, because that's not... Okay, it's near a plate boundary, but I don't think it is the plate boundary, otherwise Hawaii and volcanoes would just be getting bigger and bigger. Right? Right? Hawaii is getting um, bigger. What are you talking about? Yeah, from the volcanoes. But, like, that's where magma comes up over the surface and creates new islands, right? And makes the islands bigger. But there are actual zones where in the Earth's mantle where it is torn apart and magma fills that hole. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, the continents wouldn't be able to to move. They would just be sucked down under and, I don't know, maybe a black hole would form. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's nothing feeding the conveyor belt, right? It's essentially a conveyor belt. You have one end that gets tucked away and one end that comes up. Uh, so tucked away. Oh, that's the name of those really mediocre divergent. films. Sorry, yeah. Divergent, Convergent. <laughs> um. So that ex- this process explained how the C4 could be spreading and consequently pushes pushes the continents apart. And then scientists discovered that every so often the Earth's magnetic field reversed in its polarity. And when molten rock solidifies to form the new crust at these mid-ocean ridges it acts like a record of which direction the polarity was at the time so they went down got a load of rock samples and saw that actually it was banded so at some times in the geological history the polarity was one way and then as you moved closer towards the mid-ocean ridge uh, it would flip and it would flip again and it would flip again and these were newer rocks essentially um, so they were able to use this method to go, okay, this is a zone of creation, uh, meaning that the continents must be moving apart. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, eventually, if you just left your house in one spot for millions and millions of years, it would get subducted. How dare you, for a start, say <laughs> so such a thing. Uh, I also noticed that you missed out some some other types of plates. Uh, there were other types of there are other types of plates, uh, yeah. but I just wanted to uh, like focus on the the main big large tectonics. You've got that would help people understand. Uh, appetizer, continental drift. Soup. Oh, I love me an appetizer. Bread and butter, and also dinner. Do you, do you consider bread and butter to be a plate by itself? Then you can have a bread. Yeah, you have a bread and butter plate. Oh, uh, okay. It just goes on the small one that goes bread on the side. And, uh, it's a
1: quarter plate or a side plate that sits on the side of your normal
0: plate. Ah, right. What about the little plate a cup of tea sits in?
1: I mean, a saucer, as in a cup and saucer. (laughs) 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 Isn't that a type of plate? No, it's a saucer.
0: Why not? Because of its shape. It's a saucer. What do you mean? It's it's round and tiny. It's just like a tiny plate. No, it's a saucer. It's a tiny plate though, isn't it? It's not though, because it's a saucer. It's just called something different because it's
1: smaller. No, it's got a shape to it. It's not just flat. Saucers aren't just like, don't have a flat bottom. They've got ridges to keep the cup uh, in the middle. Like keep the cup in the middle.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come at it's me. It's just a plate for a mug though, isn't it? But you've been in Scotland for too long. Oh, yeah, I have. Bloody degenerating up here.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you lose your, your English. <laughs> nurse don't know what I call a saucer is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bloody hell. Oh, um, me. It's been a long week, all right? it's been, been a long week. <laughs> it's been week. a long week. Um... Uh, okay saucers are not plates you heard like, it when here, the uh, ufo
1: is coming over and it's like it's a flying saucer because that's what it's like named after a lot of like the oh is like, it a flying saucer and there you go actually no i think that
0: looks like a flying plate that be you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll just be like oh, actually i think if find <laughs> that's a flying plate there yeah, are no, yeah no 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 i
1: think it's a flying plate it's a saucer no, plate. No, i think, I think you, it you, sounds better a flying plate it's just a frisbee at that yeah. point isn't it it's the upside down frisbee
0: Oh, Are Frisbee's plates then? If you turn it upside down? <laughs> like, what, you know, how much like curvature do you have to have on the side before it becomes a bowl? Oh, that's a great This is the real then you question. you get like pasta bowls.
1: Pasta yeah. plates. That and are, I'd like, say those really, are bowls. Like, you get an inch and a half on the side
0: and it's flat yeah. well on the bottom. And they are, without question, the best thing to eat food from. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what type of food. Um, pasta bowl.
1: Yeah. It has to have no Apart lip. From cereal. Now that's one of the defining characteristics of a. Uh, plate. Oh, but they
0: always have a bit of lip, don't they? Um, they always give you a bit of lip. Vessels with no lips, <laughs> especially if they have a more rounded profile. Okay, well, technically, I've never touched a plate. Then, <laughs> like, when is a plate not a plate? When is a dish not a dish? When is a plate a
1: saucer? Yeah, when is a cup not a saucer? <laughs> There's a, there's, a really um, so yeah. good, there's a really good subreddit called um, We Ask for Plates. If you want to go have a look at it, it's when that, that 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 fad of when restaurants were just like putting food on random things like a slate. I hate I hate when restaurants sell food on a on a on a piece of slate.
0: Cutting using a uh, knife
1: and cutting into the slate is the one of the it's worst, worst, a worst, terrible experience.
0: Yeah, hopefully they only do that with like finger food though, like a burger or. Yeah. Chips. Do you not do you not eat a burger
1: with like a fork?
0: Oh no, mate! Savage. <laughs> so Savage. Savage. Oh, uh, unless for the record, too much I in the burger.
1: Think... <laughs> it depends how big it is, and it depends where you're where you're ordering your burgers from. Sometimes I'll cut in half. Yeah, right. Half these, and then leave it, leave it at that, and then eat it sideways. Because uh... for some reason <laughs> they decided to go up instead of out with burgers, which I'll never understand. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. Like, our mouths don't go... Our jaws don't unhinge to the vertically. And then you to, like,
0: squish it down and, like, half the stuff comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, would, for a
1: while, was thinking about getting some scientists to write a paper on the science of frictions within burgers and what's, like, the perfect um friction. Was like, oh, this, what's the a name for it, isn't it? Like, cohesion level? Abrasion level? Yeah, okay um because i had a i once had a burger that was so sloppy that i was like this is ridiculous they just haven't thought about this <laughs> at all it was just like meat 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 gravy meat gravy meat gravy so when you like put, push down from top <laughs> and bottom it was like <laughs> those those old like they were called, like pongs or whatever they were called we, like you pinched it right. and it like flung a disc across oh, the room yeah it was essentially yeah. that in a burger like i went to bite down and my middle pork layer just went flying <laughs> across the
0: room and got stuck on the window well, there's nothing stopping you writing that paper. I ain't got the skills. Uh, we, we can co-author it. Okay. All right.
1: Maybe maybe less cool. on paper, maybe more like an article. Or write like a scientific article. An opinion
0: piece. <laughs> yes, opinion piece. Basically, basically what you want is just a place to rant. <laughs> yes. that, that's what you're asking for. Well, okay to be well, honest, yeah, we've published we a couple to of papers a, uh, allowed to for, this piece.
1: Podcast for a while i'll just create a sub page that's like mittel's rants and just go <laughs> to i think we should have rants. a subsection
0: we should just do an extra like five 10 minute episode <laughs> however long you go for each each week or month <laughs> and uh, it's just you <laughs> it's special it's just a you know what grinds my yeah, gears yeah i don't want to say that I don't to like, <laughs> yeah you know what, you know what grinds my gears uh, um Right, spheres. so that's plate tectonics spheres. and sources. Oh, okay,
1: we we'll, we'll, it's in spheres. we'll move on to
0: um, earthquakes and oh, Rick, yeah. Mr. Richter. Oh, or not anymore. What? Don't use Richter anymore, do we? you not? No. Since when? Richter was abandoned a while ago. Since when? Uh, Hang on. When was the Richter... Scale replaced. Uh, it's 1970. <laughs> huh. <Is> That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So they they still taught us the Richter scale in school, though. Which so is so I would understand why you would think so that. So
1: strange. Okay. So now it's magnitude class. It's
0: the moment magnitude scale. Yeah. So the Richter scale was a form of magnitude class. Yeah. Or way to classify mag. But now you measure it the moment magnitude scale yes okay well let's go into what an earthquake is it's a seismic yeah we'll come back to richter in a bit
1: um it's essentially the result of a sudden release of the accumulated strain energy within the earth's lithosphere which is the like the you know what? We should have gone into spheres. I uh, silly. Crust and upper mantle. Yeah, essentially, the the outermost shell of a terrestrial type planet or natural satellite has a lithosphere. It's composed of a crust and a the the portion of the upper mantle that behaves elasticity for on timescale of thousands of years or greater and round. Um, that is the lithosphere, and what you essentially have is an accumulated strain of energy within that lithosphere of those um subduction zones along the fault lines. Um, and when they interact with each other, that if you imagine, uh, like something being pulled under, I think what's the best way to sort of do this in like an audio format that visually makes sense. Essentially, if you put your like if you put your hands up flat and put one under the other and like curl the other hand, that curling of the upper hand that goes around is essentially the uh, accumulated strain energy that is is being sort of pulled under and then what will then happen uh, is those frictional forces and stress pulls up at time causes a strain and then it will release that energy which has been stored for thousands of years uh which will then cause a sudden rupture along those fault lines and this rupture will generate a seismic wave which are propagated vibration proper propagating vibrations of energy that travel along the earth the waves can be found, uh, can be broadly classified in two main types, body waves and surface waves. Body waves consist of a primary P wave and a secondary S wave. And P waves are compressional waves that travel faster than S waves and can propagate through solid and liquids. And S waves, on the other hand, are shear waves that propagate only through solid materials. And they did some, there was some some research they carried out about, uh, to do with earthquakes and working out where it's going to bounce and all that kind of stuff. With some new technology, if you want to go search that. Quite interesting, because they could work out where the waves are going to go and bounce and how much it's going to affect certain areas based on, I think it was to do with the, like how solid land is over a certain area. Very interesting.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: And so surface waves, as the, the name implies, travel along the, the, the Earth's surface and are responsible for the majority of damage caused by Earth waves. So these waves are slower than body waves, have larger amplitudes making them particularly destructive near the epicenters uh, if the epicenter happens over or under more like uh, water it can then the displacement of an energy in that area which is like an up and down motion can be the epicenter for a tsunami which is um, right. when water is displaced from an area and causes the wave to be pushed into land yeah But... Destructive. Yeah. Severity of the earthquake is measured on using various scales, such as the the MW, which is moment magnitude, or the moment tensor scale, which is just M, uh, which takes into account the total energy released by the earthquake.
0: Yes. And I think the reason why they moved from the Richter scale
1: Mm. to
0: the moment magnitude scale is because the moment magnitude scale is logarithmic. So what that means is that each whole number that you increase on the magnitude represents a tenfold increase in the amplitude of ground motion. So if we go from Mm -hmm. 1 to 2 on the scale, we haven't just doubled. We've actually gone up 10 times the amount of uh, energy that's been released. And why this is important is because the Richter scale would go up to like, I don't know, 8 or 9, but there was actually many steps above that so if anything was heavier than like a nine it would just be a nine
1: yeah so to to give the reason behind why this was the rich scale uh was replaced because it only really worked where it was designed for so south california southern california
0: oh right yeah and
1: for only of those occurring within a 370 miles of the seismometer um, and it was actually only calculated for use of only one type of wave. So that's why the, mag- the moment magnitude scale was uh, changed because it, it, it records all the different seismic waves from uh, from an earthquake to seismographs across the world. The Richter, Richter's equations right. are still used and forecasting future earthquakes yeah. and calculating earthquake hazards are still used. Um, but just this, the scale has just been changed.
0: Okay, oh, it makes sense, right? Um, and I guess the topography and uh, just the makeup of the area around what'd you say, Southern California? Yeah. Um,
1: California
0: It's very different to how it would be in, say, <laughs> Northern <laughs> Europe. <laughs> right. Um have you ever experienced an earthquake?
1: Uh no, but just to go back about uh, American uh, centralism the americans yeah. use the modified uh McCallie scale They don't use modified what um, uh, um based on oh. the giuseppe mccalli's mccalli intensity scale from 1902 uh that was modified in 1931 which isn't the uses doesn't use the mw oh well you know which goes from not felt to extreme <laughs> <laughs> it's got not felt weak, weak, light, moderate, strong, very strong, severe violence, and then extreme.
0: Nothing like a subjective subjective scale, eh? Yeah. Centralism. American American
1: centralism is it's such a weird thing. Propped up recently with my time off. Okay, I had a look at it and it's 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 cra- it's crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: What, what was it just they use different things? Um,
1: different measurements. It's not that they just use different things, it's to do with how okay. So, so you've got like the, the Football World Cup in America, yeah, it's only America in it. How does that make sense? Oh, I and see. And it's things like America is the center of the world, nothing exists outside the borders, like it's the center of supposed to be the center of music, culture, that kind of stuff, and like everything within it is so within it but if you look at if you go outside it and look in it just like it looks a bit strange do you know all those um like the tiktoks and movies with people asking people questions on the street yeah firstly there's a failing in like the educational system that's been known for for generations now but there's also a level of they don't know certain things because they don't look like for, for, for for us you know we go to Europe, we've traveled, that kind of stuff. So we know different countries that we've just picked up through just osmosis of life. Whereas American essentialism, it kind of is a, you don't look beyond the borders and you have the different counties, not counties, counties, you say. Right. States <laughs> states, well yes. there are counties as well. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of that, that weird, nothing's just from the boundaries.
0: I see. Yeah. That's why they've got their own things. Cool. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Uh, I think explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, have, have you ever been in an earthquake? Experienced an earthquake? No, I haven't. Oh, not, that, no. not that I remember. No, I I remember being in two. Huh. Um, one was in Swansea, actually. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers that being on the, on on the news. There was a, I think. On the moment of magnitude scale, it was a six or a seven. Oh, jeez, that seems high. Twenty uh, at the epicenter. This is right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, not is that not, not,
1: in, not in Swansea. <laughs> yeah, in Swansea with like it was buildings. Maybe falling down. maybe I'm completely making this up.
0: Let me let me let me get the right facts. Um, Swansea earthquake, 2018, um, struck at 2:31. By two, oh sorry, it measured four point four on the moment mag- magnitude scale. Um, ML means local magnitude, so that was what it was in by the time it hit Swansea. Oh. Um, and then I was I got sh- sh- shaken out of my bed by one in Italy. Okay, must have been. Uh, well, I was on field work, so it was definitely less than a year ago. Um, but I was, I can't remember if I was napping or no, it was just the morning and I hadn't woken up yet. And the bed was literally shaking around. I uh, was very confused. Um, but I, I think I forget like, Italy is actually quite not a super active country, but not inactive. No. Still got active volcanoes going on over there as well. Um, but yeah, thankfully, nothing too nothing too bad yes no. yeah all right we've got we've got about a minute left uh anything else you you would like to cover in that <laughs> in a minute
1: uh yes earth technology quickly quick fire around duck tech uh there's a new company that is using positively charged tools to clean okay uh national janitorial solutions uh, and it says that all dirt has a negative charge and all cleaning chemicals have a positive charge. The dirt is removed from negative charge, dirt attaching to positive charge chemicals, cleaning solutions. However, usually a positive charge residue is left behind and the cycle of attracting dirt starts at a faster rate. So they are using positively, so they are training service providers and providing kit does not use positively charged chemicals to remove dirt, but instead uses positively charged tools that allow the surfaces to stay cleaner for longer. Um, they include a microfiber dust mops. And the benefit of using a microfiber dust mop uh, is 65% more dirt is picked up and treated. And then we'll get less dirty because it's not you're not charging the surface. This is less dirt and more you know, uh, mud dirt.
0: That's interesting. Yeah? like a bee that is interesting Like
1: bees they they know not which flower to go because it's positive, positively or negatively charged
0: yeah that is wild um tiktok has sucked me in recently with bee documentaries oh all all the the I, just, I just love bees they... <laughs> but how like you have a bee and the workers are like ah oh. oh, sorry you have a queen and then the workers are like, "Sorry, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't an it, fam." Um. So they like stage a coup, and they breed like two or three more queens, mm-hmm. and then hope that the current queen doesn't find out. Ah, oh, very dramatic.
1: It is very dramatic. Um, yeah. Cool stuff. So a lot of puns. I've been recently listening to uh, Dungeons and Daddies. Dungeons are so good. Not a BDSM podcast. Have you finished
0: the first season? No.
1: Right, I've already just got into it. I've only started this uh, okay. last week. I'm on episode seventeen. Oh, uh, no, just, twenty, twenty yeah, episode
0: just, 20, just, episode 20, just, episode twenty, episode twenty. Just throwing twenty hours into that yeah, yeah. in the past week. I've been listening maybe, to maybe work more. and stuff. Oh, um, uh, fair. Don't Daddies is that is one of the funniest D and D podcasts? When I like, podcasts. get my
1: teeth into something that I very much enjoy, like music or a book, I will. What binge. I was thinking?
0: How have you? How have you had time for books and D and D podcasts? That's impressive. Oh, mate, I stopped reading books, like, two weeks ago. Oh, okay. It's been a cool. podcast now. I've done a lot of travelling with uh, work okay. and stuff,
1: so I've been I've been in, in, like, a lot of travel zone time to just be like, oh, I have three hours to London, time to listen to three.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Dungeons & Daddies, <laughs> not a BDSM podcast, is Sometimes incredible. a BDSM podcast. Actually, actually I'm all. Yeah. Um, um, fantastic. But the... Henry, is it? No. Who's the, the, the stepfather? Ron. Ron. I uh, can't remember the actor's name who plays Ron. Rebecca. But she is incredible. Uh, just some of the shit Rebecca she comes May out with.
1: Is her name. Rebecca
0: May, yeah. that's it. Uh, uh, you have got some funny, funny times ahead of you. Oh, and okay. I wish I could listen to it again for the first time. They're all... All of it is very funny. All of it is good, good yeah. stuff. And the DM as well can't remember his name off the top of my head. uh. Because I listened to it, it oh, must have been over a year ago at this point, is just phenomenal. Just the way he gets them to do things mm-hmm. and just the way he's thought about it. Oh, chef's kiss.
1: Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. It's, it's, it's a DD and right. d podcast for those out that. It's a D&D podcast where... The, the, the idea is there are four dads who are on a carpool to a f- uh, football game, game. with their kids accidentally fall into a drive into a portal that takes them to Neverwinter which is the D&D realm uh, and they lose four their four children their four kids their four sons no nope, five sons sorry one of those
0: twins five five yeah. pl-
1: their five sons and they have to go and rescue them in this realm of Dungeons and Dragons in, in that world it's absolutely amazing yeah
0: great premise Uh just yeah it's really good Ron Stamper really really good incredible that's it yeah um yeah and you just meet some amazing characters along the way as well yeah really well done <laughs> all right well oh oh, oh yeah my, during field work when i was stuck on the boat with <laughs> my, my old professor he had no choice but to like dungeons and dragons by the end of that <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> nice uh, that's funny right we'll stop shoving it down your ear holes so uh well that will bring it to a wrap don't forget to share this with your friends families co-workers scientists so we can uh hopefully not annoy them with our mistakes and many many tangents um if you want more fun information science then follow us on twitter and tiktok at info pod instagram information pod and of course whichever directory listening to the listening to this on right now uh once again if you give us a like rating follow comment whatever it is we appreciate it absolutely massively So, yeah. Any any other tangents you want to take us down? (laughs) I'll finish it (laughs) (laughs) there. Awesome. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Peace. That out.